Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to episode number 138 of the WP Builds Podcast. This episode's entitled, Are We Happy With How We Manage Tasks? It was published on Thursday, the 25th of July, 2019. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. And I'll be joined in a few minutes by David Wormsley from davidwormsley.com so that we can have our regular discussion, which we like to do every couple of weeks. But before that, a couple of things. If you wouldn't mind heading over to the wpbuilds.com website forward slash subscribe, you will get to a page full of all sorts of ways of keeping in touch with what we do over on WP Builds. So for example, there's a couple of email lists you can sign up to to be notified about these podcast episodes, but also any deals that crop up in the WordPress community. I send you a little short email to let you know about those. We've also got the options on there to subscribe on your podcast player or join our thriving Facebook group of 2,000, nearly 100, 2,100 people all talking about WordPressy things. And there's links to things like our Facebook channel as well. A couple of other things to remember, if you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you'll find our, well, surprisingly, our deals page. And on there, you're going to find a whole load of coupon codes for WordPress plugins and themes, etc. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week. We've added a few recently, so perhaps go and check it out. If you're in the market for any WordPress products, you might be able to save yourself a few pennies over there. And wpbuilds.com forward slash webinars if you want to keep in touch with all the stuff that we're doing over at wpbuilds regarding webinars. Lastly, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise if you would like to advertise your product or service on the WP Builds podcast, a bit like the Page Builder framework have. Do you use a page builder to create your websites? The Page Builder Framework is a mobile, responsive and lightning fast WordPress theme that works with Beaver Builder, Elementor, Breezy and other page builders. With its endless customization options in the WordPress customizer, it's the perfect fit for you or your agency. So go to wp-pagebuilderframework.com today. And we do thank all of our sponsors who help support and put on the WP Builds podcast. Okay, today the podcast is called Are We Happy With How We Manage Tasks? This whole thing was inspired by a poll that I put in the WP Builds Facebook group asking if people are like me... because I obsess about getting one thing finished before I before I can move on to the next. I find it very hard, very, very hard to flit between tasks. So I put a poll out with some options and this whole episode was inspired by that. We had lots and lots of feedback and so we do mention quite a few people in our Facebook group. So maybe you'll get a mention if you participated in that poll. But it's just a nice discussion about how we manage whether or not we can flip from one thing to another, whether we can focus at all or whether we just focus on one thing. I really hope that you enjoy it. Hello, this discussion we're calling, Are We Ever Happy With How We Manage Tasks? Nathan, you probably should introduce this properly because you started this as a post, didn't you, on the WP Builds Facebook group? Yes, that's true. I will I'll probably link to it um, uh, so that you can click on it and look at what the poll was if you're, in, if you're in our group. And essentially, I can't even remember really what it was, but I posted... A poll with only three options because I kind of was wondering if I had a bit of a personality flaw Um, and the the personality flaw revolves around the fact that I really kind of struggle to 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 move on from one task to another to be able to flit between things so for example if I begin a task I really like to see it through to the end and I, I get quite obsessed with the beginning and then just working, 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 working until it's finished to the point where all sorts of ordinary things get chucked out the window and I don't do them like eating. I'll just keep (laughs) working until it's finished and then suddenly look up and 12 hours have gone and I haven't put a a, a particle of food anywhere near my mouth. And (laughs) so I was wondering, is this normal? So I said, when I start on a task, I get, get fixated upon it. I find it very hard to break off and to complete other tasks until that one is done. Um, there are so many reasons why I would like to change this, but I wonder if in the end it's a good quality. And then I posted three possible outcomes in this poll. 
Uh, and the one which got the most votes was, I struggle to stay on a task for any length of time. So that's kind of the exact opposite of me. That was the winner. And then kind of joint second, really, with very similar number of votes, was the one that I plumped for, which was, I have to finish what I'm working on before I move on. And then slightly in the lead, but only by one or two votes, was I can go from one task to another and it's completely fine. So that that really was what prompted all of this. And we're going to talk around that and it's going to be a very clumsy talk, I think. We've got we've written down loads of <laughs> yes. ideas, but um, trying, to, trying to make them coherent is going to be a little bit difficult. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, well, we'll sum up, really, I guess, what, what people said to us. So yeah. Adam Lacey kicked us off, didn't he? And he was echoed, there was Nick... Gulick, I think uh, yep. Kyle Van Dusen and Mark, well, all were pretty much the same in the sense that um, they can get fixed when the interest and the motivation is there, but it's going to totally depend on the task that they're doing. Yeah. And I think, but, uh, sadly, I, I wish that I had the capability. Once you've set a poll in Facebook, you can't, um, as soon as it started yeah. to receive results, you can't then go and adapt it. Um, and I selected nobody can add any other more any other options again was a very stupid thing to do because it would have been nice to put those in but yeah i think there's a bit of that in my uh, answer as well you know it really does depend on the task so those people can all get fixated just like me um so long as there's motivation and the task is of is of some interest yeah yeah i that I think it's probably a, there's a truism there, isn't there? Hmm. There was, I, I thought it was interesting. Some points were really good because just reminded me of things like uh, Sunil. I don't know how you say his surname. Is it Posse? Oh, I, was gonna, like I was going to say Sunil Pos, but maybe Sunil Poss, can actually probably. phonetically write out how to pronounce his surname <laughs> and then we'll, then we'll know. And he's a developer. So, you know, he kind of, that's the thing he likes, solving problems. So he's kind of going to stick on task, isn't he? Yeah. And I'm sure that I'm, that that I'm sure that that capability is probably, there's a certain benefits to it. There's obviously drawbacks. You know, in my case, you don't eat enough. But, um, but <laughs> you know, the ability to sort of stay with something until you've actually got to the end is good. Now, obviously, there's going to be a load of psychology at play in, in terms of whether you are successful and how your anger management works on that, that basis. But getting, you know, not losing focus and keeping going, I suppose there are yeah. benefits to that. Yeah, well, actually, probably just step back a bit. What kind of tasks do you think you'd be doing where you couldn't leave to eat? Um literally anything you know as, as soon as i'm <laughs> as soon as i'm doing uh, so what we're talking about here is um is like building websites you know so it's those kind of tasks so it might be um a simple case of i've prom you know let's not get into the whole i've promised thing but i'm building a website and i can't do it until it's done or it might be that i'm wrangling with oh i don't know some sort of page template or something and, and it's not putting out what I want or I cannot figure out the CSS for this particular thing to make it look how I want and you know whether that takes three minutes ka-ching fabulous I can step away from that one or it might take several hours where you're just banging your head against the wall and nothing seems to be working so it's those kind of things really um, but, it, but it could literally be the whole website or it could be the, um, you know, a small little task. Now, obviously, if it's like a whole website, I'm not naive enough to sort of keep going for like 48 hours with no sleep and no food. At some point, I have to break off. But it does, it does kind of, um, it does, annoy is the wrong word. It, it irks me that I have to step away from it and I haven't finished it. Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, that's Chantelle, Edward Betsy, who does, says she's the same as you and that's why she's got her one day model isn't it her mm. one day builds model because it's just perfect for that kind of mentality isn't it yeah i think it's yeah. i think it's basically when i've set my mind to something so as soon as i've decided that this is the thing that i'm going to concentrate on that's yeah. the one thing that i want to do and i find it really difficult to kind of break off and do a bit of something else um so as an example, you know, we've all met people and there's people in very close to me in my life who have completely different capabilities in this regard. You know, they can they can do a quarter of one task, go and do 10 minutes on something else, 15 minutes on something else, then come back to the quarter finished task and do another eight minutes. And and it all works. And I just can't do that. And it's a bit like when I was a kid, I could never, ever f not finish a book before I started another one. 
I just had to finish the book that I'd already begun, even if I wasn't enjoying it, which is ridiculous. Just so that I could say, oh, I've done that one. Right, great. Now, new book. I found it very difficult to, uh, to break off halfway through. And, or, or, and the idea of having two or three books on the go at once. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> do, you, do you know, I was just thinking about you know, building sites. So if you're having to do the design yourself, um, would you find that easier to break away from? Because I would. Th- this, this may come to, this might speak to another topic, which we're going to record on, an, on an, for another day. Um, <laughs> if, if it's something that I'm capable of, I think. But that this, this <laughs> yeah. leads to the frustrate. I suppose this leads to the irking, you know, the irkiness, if that's a word. Um, if I'm not really very good at doing it, that presents all sorts of other problems, which we probably won't go into now. But, you know, things like design, I've, I've long since learned that that's a fruitless task for me to get involved in. So that's best left to somebody else, frankly. <laughs> but you do some of it though a little I mean, bit I... a little bit but yeah. i i know my limitations so i've i've definitely you know uh, you raise the bar for yourself in certain areas don't you and probably lower the bar in other areas and so in that case the bar is pretty low <laughs> so i'm happy yeah. with that um no i was just thinking i'm the same as you in the sense that I, if there's a kind of problem or i need to get that job finished and it I don't know how long it's going to take, then I can't kind of leave it. And that really annoys me. So mm-hmm. I, I almost need to start that on a day where I know I don't have something going on or I, I didn't start it. But, you know, it's interesting. I have to do some of the design myself and because I'm not particularly good at it. And because of the fact that I think it, it's, it's usually improved by stepping away and looking at it again. I could walk away from that, even though it's not working for me. Do you know what I mean? I'm moving yeah. stuff around. Things aren't looking right. I can I can get away with the fact that I know I need to come back to this one. Later. Oh, I see. So if if it's something that you have categorised as uh, David Wormsley is good at this, then yeah. you you want to that will that will force you to stick with it until the bitter end. Whereas if it's something that you've already decided you're not so good at this, this is not your area of strength. That might be something which you're more inclined to be able to half finish and then come back to it later. Okay, that's I, interesting. I think so. No, I think it's that. I think it's when it's a problem that I should be able to solve yes. or get done in a certain time, then then I'm dogged. I'm going to stick with it, you know, Yeah, I not think, eat like you. I think timing is a really crucial one in here because judging the amount of time that something takes can yeah. can directly impact upon, well, when you begin it and how, how important that is. So as an example, um, if I judge that a task is only going to take me an hour, then I'm, I'm really happy to begin that at any point because I know that I can give an hour here or give an hour there, whatever, you know, I've got time in the day for that. But if, if it's a two-day task or, you know, like a whole website, let's say, that's, um, that's fraught with difficulty for me because I just, I really struggle at, let's say, for example, it's five o'clock and in my house that would be like a traditional time to put everything down and let's all gather together and eat, you know, yeah. with my family. Um, I find the the sort of anxiety levels going up as it approaches <laughs> five o'clock because because it's not done. And of course, I knew it was never going to get done. This task was way bigger than, but but I still feel that, and I don't know what it is. And then you know, uh, inevitably, five o'clock rolls over, and there I am. Just I'll be another minute, just a minute. I'll just be a minute, <laughs> just be another minute. And uh, you know, that's ridiculous. I know, I know this. I know when I disappoint my wife because I'm stuck on Sunday and she's expecting that we'll go off and do something else. And uh, yeah, I feel that pressure there. And uh, I've learned not to say something like, I'm doing this for us, don't you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a whole bank of things that you shouldn't say. There's another episode right there. Um, But that's interesting that you you behave in the same way as me. And as as that time approaches and you know that you've got to do the other thing, um, I'm wondering, you know, sort of sending this message out to everybody that's listening to this. I'm wondering what kind of emotions we experience when this this happens. You know, you you've, you haven't finished something. In my case, I don't really get. I don't think I get angry. I just sort of get a bit. Um, I get a little bit tense. It's sort of like a tension feeling. I, I would certainly wouldn't describe it as anything particularly uncomfortable or something that I can't deal with. And Honestly, the minute I walk out the door of my office, it's kind of forgotten. But actually taking my fingers, my my cold, dead fingers off the <laughs> keyboard, 
uh, and actually getting out the chair. That's that's the the thing that I can't seem to manage. I just want to keep going until it's done. I don't know what it is. Deep, deeply yeah. weird psychology we've both got, David. Yeah, I know. But you know, there's uh, Sarah Jackson. Is she said about she's okay once she, she has difficulty getting started, but once she's in the zone, and I think that's where I'm at the zone. Mm. And it's when something's creeping into my zone and dragging me out of it when I'm in it. That's that's where I get the anxiety. Okay, that maybe. Yeah. Do you so, think that's it? Yeah. Well, certainly. You know, there are certain tasks which I don't enjoy as much as others. Um, it, and that's in all walks of life, you know, in every aspect of my life, not not necessarily anything to do with the web. And yeah, I would definitely say that if you're enjoying something, then you are far more likely, aren't you, to just sort of have that mentality of I want to keep going, I want to keep going, I want to keep going. Um, and I, I don't honestly recognize that at the time, I don't think. I'm, I'm not consciously thinking, oh, I'm really enjoying this, so I'm going to keep going. It is, it is far more about the... The, the the you know the the finish line for me but i get yeah. that, that would be important but do you uh, do you think you just lose all sense of everything around you and time oh without a shadow of a doubt that's true i mean yeah. i can literally i mean so i'm working on a computer and obviously whether you're on a windows machine or a mac or whatever there's a clock but even yeah. that i can i can absolutely not see that for hours and hours on end and i will look up and suddenly think, wow, that's five hours. Where did that even go? Um, and I have to set, because of the fact that I have family and I have responsibilities for picking people up from school and things like that, I have to yeah. set alarms like all over the place to make sure that I don't miss it. So just this is ridiculous, this, but I'm going to let you let you into it. So I have I have to collect my child and I have to leave the house at three o'clock. If I don't leave at three, there's a problem. And so I have oh, this is shameful. I have um I have email alerts to let me know <laughs> that it's getting close to three because I quite often check in on email. I also have two physical alarms, like noises, two separate <laughs> ones, because I'm so inclined to literally like silence one. And then forget that I've silenced it. So another one comes on, and and I'm if that one comes on, I'm thinking, oh, stop, go and yeah. get your son from school. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, that's kind of like my wife actually. She's a big alarm setter. She sets alarms to remind her about the alarm that's coming up. It's well, that's it. <laughs> that's that's exactly it. So I've I've got like I've got backups all over the place, and and that's just because I know. That I can, I can absolutely go through the day and not realise what the time is. Um, yeah, totally, totally possible. What about deadlines, though? More Cohen speaks about deadlines. She says that they're mm. the, the sort of the way that she manages things. You know, deadlines keep her in check. If there's no deadline, she says that she goes off on a tangent um, and finds a whole variety of ways to sort of occupy her time. Um, you know, th- that aren't productive. How about you with that? Yeah. Do deadlines work? Yeah, I want to know about Moore's deadlines, where they're self-imposed ones. Self-imposed ones, absolutely useless. I'll just ignore them. You told us, you told me earlier about what you do with your own deadlines. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got this to-do list. God, I'm really sounding ridiculous, <laughs> aren't I? But I've got a to-do list, and basically most of those tasks, I just move to the next day each day um, <laughs> because they're self-imposed. And I can move yeah. them wherever I like. Frankly, I could move them to next year, but I move them each morning to the next day. And then occasionally I'll cherry pick one of them out and get it done. So in a sense, there's absolutely no point in having that to-do list. But that's what I do. And it it, yeah. it just sort of keeps them bobbling up in my mind. Oh, yeah, that would be a good thing to do. I would like to achieve that. But um, yeah, self-imposed deadlines, no good. Client-imposed deadlines, on the other hand, very good. Yeah. They work very effectively for me, and you spoke about that as well. You you feel that yeah. you feel that there's more um, more weight, more importance, and it's more likely to be done if you feel like you're letting another human being down. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah, <laughs> sack to sank for me. They just uh, absolutely. If I said I'm going to do this for this person on this time, I absolutely hold by that because I I used to manage people and they had to do that deal for me. So I kind of set that discipline in myself and I can't get rid of it. So, 
you know, they would waste my time if they didn't appear at the time that we planned to meet and it would really annoy me and I couldn't do my job. Mm. So it's carried through through life. So that's true. But my own self-imposed or if I said, a, you know, some vague idea about putting, say, some content out in January, I just probably I would just let that slip because I, I know there wouldn't be one person expected to see it. So is it very much about sort of disappointment? It's about literally letting an individual down and you know yeah. that what this person like is it important that you've met them before in any way so let's say for example that you said to somebody you'll get a proposal to them by a particular date and yet you've never met them you don't really know them would that be important or is it the fact yeah. that you know them you've got an acquaintance with them they've become like a friend or no i think it would be it would be more the business side of things so i i want to be I want to treat others the way I want to be treated myself. And it'd yeah. be really, really keen for them to, to, you know, respect my time. So that's how I would view it Okay, It'd be about setting this kind of deal about respecting each other's time. Yeah. And I, I think that's, I, I would imagine that's the case for most people. Otherwise you, you wouldn't get yeah. a fat lot done in life, but um, yeah, self-imposed deadlines don't really work for me. Whereas client deadlines really do. And I'm a lot like you, interestingly, in that regard, I, I really, really try to stick to to those things so if i've promised something to a particular person for a particular time whether that's showing up for a meeting or making a phone call at a particular time or doing whatever it might be i um i get i don't like it when people don't respect that for, uh, you know in reverse toward me so i try to i try to do that as well uh, definitely yeah 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 it's interesting you know because that i, I didn't realize until just now that the fact that why that's important to me is just because I literally had to discipline people for not making deadlines. Mm. So you, you can't do that and not do it yourself, can you? Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I've, I've never really been in that position, but I think that's yeah. that's an important distinction to make. Uh, although I think I had that as a child. I, I do remember being quite punctilious. Is that a word? I think it is. Um, and showing up and a lot of my friends much more laissez-faire about it. And back in the day when there was no mobile phones, if you said you were going to go somewhere and, you know, you're waiting for 45 minutes for a mate who decides to rock up a bit later, then that, that can be can be the, the, the cause of much tension, shall we say. And I remember <laughs> disciplining my friends who uh, took it with uh, different amounts of... Um, different you know they took it on the chin or they didn't but i remember thinking no but we agreed we said that we'd be here at 345 and it's now 430 why have you done this to me you know great yeah. greatly aggrieved what's rachel saying rachel um siago i'm going to say it's her name she uh, says that she works um better under pressure what about you yeah uh true but maybe that uh, I've mentioned to you earlier that uh, it just scares me pressure now. I seem to avoid it at all costs because I did work well under pressure and I worked too long before and kind of lost the, I don't know, just lost what life was about by mm. working quite mm. well and doing too much work. So now I'm really scared of pressure. So I have to get the the right balance, but d definitely, yeah, it works um, for me. I wonder, I wonder though, if, if, you know, the pressure at some point now, obviously you and I are probably not ones to, to talk too much about real pressure because we both, got, <laughs> both got lives. We're freelance. Everything seems yeah. to be all right, but you know, um, a, a, a proper degree of pressure, should we say, or a degree of pressure, which becomes debilitating, I suppose is the exact opposite. You know, it'll cause you to sort of shut down and uh, be unable to move. So whilst pressure can be, can be a good thing, um, a manageable amount of pressure, which is, I expect, what Rachel's talking about. You know, there's something in the distance and the time pressure is working against me or there's whatever it might yeah. be that, that motivates you. I think the opposite is also true in that too much pressure completely debilitates you and makes you unable to to work you know and 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 get started and pick out the important tasks and have perspective so i think that works works possibly in in all sorts of ways yeah absolutely i think yeah, money pressure if you're doing your work is a really tricky one to mm. to work to is it because then your focus goes off the work particularly you you're just fearful aren't you rather than feeling under pressure but i think uh, i don't know there's a certain amount of pressure that used to be good for me for work it was like they were like challenges in that pressure it was almost like uh, that i was set challenges they came with a certain amount of pressure to deliver i could have easily failed and it would have been okay 
but that kind of pressure made me want to do more mm. you know yeah no i uh, understand i think this is this is a really difficult one actually the whole pressure thing because it's probably at the root of a lot of what we're talking about and and it does very much depend on whether that 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 pressure is overwhelming or as you just described it if it's a challenge now challenging pressure can be fun can't it you know it's just oh, yeah i've got this thing to do and oh, i'm sure i can do it as opposed to you know your boss is being completely unreasonable and giving you far too many things to do and expecting you to do it by tomorrow and uh that pressure is 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 awful um yeah 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 <laughs> Another point on here that I really like, because it's so true, probably of everybody as well, but Matthew uh, Granite's one about the fact that he seems to get fixated on the one pro- project uh, that is least urgent. And yes. Gosh, <laughs> so much do I do that. Well, you made a, you made a nice comment earlier before we started recording <clears> about, um, you know, w- when you were working as a student and, uh, yeah. and how that worked out. You should share that because I think that's good. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm always... Remind- reminded of the fact that when I had to get my final dissertation in a uni, that was the time that my flat had never been cleaner. Excuse me, my throat is going. <clears throat> but, you know, I just found all of these little tasks to do that was so urgent. And you you shared something as well. You should share that as well. Well, this, yeah, it's, it's not a personal story, but it was a story. I do remember there was, there's a comedian in the UK yeah. who's uh, still with us, I believe. He's probably <clears throat> getting on a bit now. Ben Elton. And uh, and he was he was doing his comedy routine, and it was about this exact thing, you know, the pressure of of getting something done as a student, <laughs> handing in an essay or whatever it might have been. And he said that, uh, you know, that that article about the Queen Mother suddenly <laughs> became absolutely essential reading, whereas the task which actually needed to be done was uh, not so much. And so for you, it's the exact same thing, you know, tidying <laughs> yeah. the flat. Getting the work done. Mm, which should I do? Oh, I know what. I'll just just do five minutes of tidying up. And I suppose that must come from like the desire to do the task, whether or not you're enjoying it, but also you know how achievable that task is. And maybe going back to what we were talking about a minute ago about the the sort of anxiety of uh, the pressure involved. All of those things probably are a, are a cocktail of whether you can get started. But I'm sure all of us can identify with this thing of finding a thousand little jobs to do as opposed to the one really quite important job which needs to I bet we've all done that over and over again. Yeah. And, we, you know, we were talking um, before about... <laughs> this, is, this is a tricky one, but I'd love to know if there's folks who are listening who were raised in the East rather than the West, because I think, you know, when you do that, you take something less important. It's because you feel like you want to have achieved something. So you're doing some work. So, you know, the West is very much time is money, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got that connection together. So you feel like you want to have done something with your time that's productive but you might not be feeling it for the big job. And I just wonder if it's diff- if that's just a, a Western hang-up to work like that. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, presumably um, there's varying degrees of that, you know, the cultural significance of getting work done in, in different countries. I mean, obviously you will have more experience of that than I have because you live in different countries quite quite a lot of the time. But I guess you're not working in offices, so having an insight yeah. into that. But it would be interesting if there's anybody uh, listening to this who is not from, in inverted commas, the West, and they've got a, an, a you know, if, if you, if none of this speaks to you, and you're thinking, what are they on about? This is this is bizarre. We have such a different approach than you do. I'd be really interested <laughs> to know because I'm, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's something at play culturally. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think you know. I, I've always known it and I can see it in action and I've changed a little bit with being out in the East and particularly in India that we know that time is often considered as more of an imperialist concept, something to kind of work against and and work more on kind of families. You were mentioning this as well about working together that Mm. way and you don't you don't put everything to a time in that way. You give the time that's needed to the people that you're with, mm. which is entirely different, isn't it, from the West? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just makes me think, well, maybe all of our anxieties around this efficiency thing, which we're obsessed with in the West, using our time effectively and making more money, you know? Yeah, 
yeah, and I, I wonder. I wonder if there is something in that. I'm, sh- I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's some component of that, you know, the way that you've been um, brought up, the way that you've been raised, yeah. the culture, the society that you live in and so on. But yeah. I don't really have a great deal of insight into that. So I'd be, I genuinely would be really interested to know, you know, if... if the way that you manage your tasks, your work, your environment, whatever, is is significantly yeah. influenced by the culture that you that you live in. Yeah. Um, have we missed any of those comments out? Laurie, Laurie Berkovitz said um, mm. she she didn't really want to pick any of my three options because um, for her the 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 actual task itself. Now we have mentioned this already, I suppose. The actual task itself creates. The whether she wants to to get it done or whether she can stick at it or not, and I, I'm I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true. Just about everybody. Yeah. You, know, you pick and choose the tasks. Um, I just wonder if I'm on the end of a spectrum here, you know. And once I've started something, for some reason that becomes important, whereas maybe not so for other people. Different. We're all different. And then you've ri- you've written out in our show notes. You've written out some things that you you believe may be universal. Should we go through those because they're interesting? Uh, yeah. Well, the first one was just that I think we probably all feel that we wasted too much time and not prioritised our task because just the thing that was mentioned in earlier. But this is what I'd like to be challenged. You know, the time is money kind of idea so i think that's what puts us under this pressure i'd be really interested to see if people don't have these anxieties yeah maybe, maybe i wonder if, i wonder if there's literally anybody who feels that they manage their time amazingly effectively you know actually <laughs> looks at themselves stares at themselves really introspectively and said no i'm really good at it i'm excellent at managing <laughs> my time i i have a real great balance on the, the the importance which which tasks are important when to stop work and all of that um i don't know maybe there are people who have that that feeling but it, clearly it's not me or you <laughs> <laughs> no well I, I, the, the second point i actually put down here is that i think at some point we all think we have a system that nails it until we revert back to number one which is the feeling we don't do enough you know i just think we have these moments when we think we've got something don't we that's going to work you know yeah i have fleeting glimpses of being very efficient and managing my tasks really well you know and getting to the end of a particular day thinking oh yeah that went really well everything that i sort of decided i was going to do uh wrote down that i was going to do whatever your system is I, I achieved it and, and I feel very good about myself. And then the next day I try to replicate it and it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, the, the, the next one I put was the balance of uh, easy and hard tasks and that we probably need the easy tasks to feel like we're doing something without too much pain, like uh, shame you again with your loading up of all your plugins individually to a new build yes yes sorry <laughs> sorry yeah i know that this is this is appalling to absolutely everybody but that's what i do um do you know you but you mentioned that and i love what you said about that because it was that opened my uh, eyes really you said um that you, it's like some of the other things you do in life which you repeat which you enjoy doing yeah so j- just to give context when i start a new build i i always start it from scratch and i go to wordpress.org and i doubt this again forgive me i know everybody thinks this is ridiculous go to wordpress.org download the tarball untar it um you know uh log in set up the usernames and passwords delete the sample posts and whatnot set up the blog in all the stuff that everybody knows that it's doing and i do it all and i do it manually and i rather enjoy it and and I think it's the analogy that I made was it's a bit like why do you go back to the I don't know the same restaurant you you don't go back because it's different you know you go back to the same restaurant and you know we've all done it we eat the same plate of food that we had last time we went because you enjoyed it and there is a simple pleasure for me I can't explain it I just like repetitive yeah. tasks I suppose there's some pleasure in the repetitive nature of that task and I I quite enjoy it sadly <laughs> <laughs> no there is something we 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 do like repetition you know it's uh we like rocking we rock babies don't we you know? yeah it's you, kind of, we like these patterns yeah you, you think of the amount of things that you repeat on a daily basis it's probably extraordinary you know just just to the i, I don't know the routine of getting dressed i expect there's a, a certain routine in the way that you do that and the way that you prepare your food and the places that you put things in the house so there's just repetition all over your life and uh, unless you're like supremely capable 
chaotic in which case maybe there's none but that is a repetitive task i rather enjoy it i kind of get some sort of cathartic pleasure from doing all those things and i know it's not efficient i realize that it's terribly inefficient but it only takes me 15 minutes and i like it so there yeah yeah no and i i kind of like what you said about it because it just reminds you that we've got to enjoy the work and um you know we've got to be healthy with it so why not you know there's a we are obsessed, aren't we, with efficiency all the oh, time? Oh, it's yeah. It, it, really, a conversation like this brings that out. You know, it doesn't really occur to me in my daily life that that this the society and the culture that I live in is obsessed with efficiency. But having a chat like this with you kind of really does bring it out and make me feel yes, we are. And sometimes efficiency has to be replaced with other things and i don't know what those other things are but things like compassion empathy relaxation downtime whatever it might be you i think you need aspects of those and if if, if efficiency is all that we've got then mm-hmm. life feels a bit um like an automata it just feels like everything is uh, robotic and that's probably not healthy for us yeah, absolutely. The other point of that one was easy tasks. We probably need a combination of that and harder tasks, which I wrote. It's so stupid what I wrote there was to stop the boredom of our existence, but really just to feel like we've really moved on and done something, accomplished something. We need something hard, don't we, that challenges us? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that's true. You know, it, it was a very young age that I decided that I didn't want to do a job which was ultimately repetitive i know we just talked about the pleasure in repetitive tasks but i think probably that's an escape from the non-repetitive stuff that we've got to do all the time and you know i decided early that i was going to try quite hard at school so that i didn't end up in a job where there was no variation and every day was identical to the last one um and i think you're right i think it, mm. it is nice to to have things which aren't um repetitive as well do you know did i ever mention before about i think he's called daniel pink he does a a book i think it's on motivation Hmm. and he did lots of research uh he advises companies because his works kind of found out that really money wasn't an incentive to work beyond but yeah beyond kind of a uh, rudimentary jobs you know what people needed all the time was to feel that they were had some kind of control over their work, but that they were challenging themselves and learning something new. They right. needed that in their work. Yeah. And, and this seemed to go across the board. So it seemed to be a universal, again, probably, he, he was only dealing with a Western sample of people. But uh, no, it's interesting. I think it's Daniel Pink, uh, mm. really interesting work. Just that money doesn't come into it. People need these challenges yeah, of autonomy. Um, I can't really speak to the sort of psychology of that or the you know the the data that backs any of that up. But it, that feels right to me. It feels mm. it, it does feel nice when you have learnt something. I was saying to you earlier before we recorded this that I, I don't really feel these days that I'm on a I'm on a massive purposeful journey to learn a load of new stuff. When I you know go back 20 years and I was I was always consuming new things and I was always keen to keep up with the latest thing and and I think now that I've reached a certain age and uh, you know the um the arthritis has begun to set in and (laughs) so on and so forth less of that I don't feel the the importance of learning quite so much but I do enjoy it when I have figured something out and I've I've learned something new but I'm not buying the books. I'm not signing up for the, you know, complex courses on how to do this, that and the other anymore. Not so much anyway. Yeah, but I challenge that a little bit because Mm. you're doing a lot of new things, but you're just, you're not needing a book to do them. Yeah, I think that's true. There's a lot of new things in my life. You know, podcasting was quite new to me and um, all of those kind of things and, and, you know, managing um, a podcast and trying to grow it and those kind of things. But I think the learning there is more osmosis than it is uh, bookish. So yeah. I, I don't find myself reading articles about how to do this. I just go through it myself and try to figure it out um, successfully or otherwise. And and so, yeah, definitely there's learning going on. And But I don't go out and sort of study it. I don't even know if there's a place where you can study things like podcasting or things like that. Probably there is, but I, I don't know about it. Yeah. It's and what about you, no. though? Do you do you still 
like hanker to learn new things? Do you go out and sign up for courses and whatnot? No, it's really interesting. Just not for a long, long time. And then when I did, um, they tended to be really short courses that I would buy or, or very short books that would just teach me one particular thing. But then, you know, I say this, but when you think about it, there's so much free stuff that there's always an article that I feel I need to read. Yeah. So I don't really know. But also, um, interestingly, you put out content. And although you may not regard uh, it as, you know, like mind, mind-bendingly difficult to learn, you are, you're constantly at the cutting edge of let's say, for example, Beaver Builder, you're always putting out tutorials so that people can learn from your experience. So in some way, you are you are interested in the process of learning or maybe more teaching. Yeah, that's interesting because everything that I've put out that's gone with videos really has come out of the fact that I've needed to learn that thing. So I just then turn it into a video of what I've just learned. Right. So and that's that's how it's worked. So I guess there's a document of it's my, my videos are slowed down. So it probably shows you that my learning slowed down as well. But uh, <laughs> it's the arthritis setting in. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> there was a point actually. We we moved on a bit, but going back to what I thought was key behind all the tasks was having purpose because. I'm I must say I'm having a bit of a break in a way from doing lots of work and I've lost my way a little bit in terms of getting tasks done and I get annoyed with myself but I think it's just because of the fact that earlier I had a real vision an overall purpose of why I was doing tasks so they were working even if they were tedious they were working towards something so they were manageable now I, while I'm changing things I'm I'm struggling with tasks I think this is truly important, you know, um, well, for a lot of people, you know, whether there's an overall aim, a target, something in life that you're aiming for, and it might be a financial thing, you know, you need to grow the business to buy the house, or it might be, you know, you need to finish this product so you can get it out there or whatever it is. I'm sure that's enormously important. And obviously, in your case, things have been changed around a little bit. So that, that purpose has been sort of redefined or lost temporarily or whatever it is um yeah so i you know i think tasks become more difficult to justify if you can't see where they're going and what the what the point is and i actually think that this this speaks to a lot of people's frustration with their work they can't see the point in it and if you can't really see the point in it sure enough that's fine there's a significant proportion of the population i'm sure who will happily do the work just because the, the purpose is the cash you know the pay yeah. slip at the end of the month and that's fine that's why i'm doing it i'm not really interested in in its deeper purpose but uh, i think i think it, it is good to have a handle on that and to know why you're doing things to have a goal and all of those kind of things but again me and you we're, we're not, probably not the best <laughs> the best to talk to, to talk about that but i think it's important and I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of deep psychological reason for that again but i don't know what it is yeah, I mean, everybody, I mean, all the efficiency people will talk about that kind of need to have a name or a goal, which all, almost when somebody says something like that kind of puts me off setting one. Mm. But um, but I did. I, I remember in life and I, this was key when I needed to leave my job and move around the world and stuff. And I needed to do this, you know, make websites for a living. I knew I wasn't going to have enough money, but we managed to kind of inconvenience ourselves all the time, saving money. Because we had this vision of us being somewhere else in the sun and that, and it really helped. Um, and everything that we needed to do that was a bit painful to save money just turned into a game towards that goal. Right. So the whole outlook to it. So I do think it's really quite important, isn't it? If you can kind of turn boring tasks into something that you can be see as just part of a game or a challenge yeah you know, we like challenges yeah. towards that bigger aim uh, get gamification of things yeah i think this yeah. is an area where i have there are certain jobs i think which would have always been closed off to me because of this purpose reason um certain jobs that i didn't so this is going back to me being a kid again and thinking about what i wanted to do there were just certain things that i, I thought i i really don't want to ever be involved in that because I, I just don't see the point in it. Um, I can't see that, you know, uh, forgive me, selling dog food or something would not be, uh, that wouldn't be a, a purposeful enough. So I ruled those things out. So I think, I think that one, as you so rightly made it bold on our, on our show notes is, uh, is really important. Mm, yeah. So, oh, we're getting close to the end. Should we, uh, there are a few tasks we were touching on that, that 
could trip us up. Maybe. Yeah, let's go through because I did fairly quickly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So learning tasks, we need to do some learning, and I just wonder. That's a tricky one because we kind of do it on on the hoof. I do anyway, but I just wonder if people or anybody does actually set time aside for that. I'll tell you one thing. That, this is the thing about courses. You said do you do them? The really good courses out there that I need to invest money and my time in, I put off because it's too big a time and yeah. I think I should be doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't, like I said, I, I've kind of stopped allocating time, a great deal of time in my life to, um, yeah. to learn things. No, I, I, I've kind of stopped, but I'm, I think if you're, um, if you're trying to go from A to B, trying to change things up a little bit, I think it's important to, to make time for those the task of learning very important it just i don't feel that i need to learn anything again excuse me that's not what i meant to say it, it kind of feels like there's nothing that i want to learn at the moment um so that's why that's been put off but in the past like i said i would consume loads of that stuff yeah yeah now i can imagine it getting in the way though learning when you know you i guess you know you're going to take on certain amounts of jobs or something or expand mm. yourself then mm. you probably you know let's say you need some java skills that you don't have yeah and uh you know you're gonna to have to put a load of time aside and i can see the anxiety i've felt that before the anxiety building up of the fact that actually i need to allocate some time for a learning a task so i don't do it <laughs> no no well yeah there you go interesting so what's this next one you've got you've got um, new products what were you meaning by that oh just the fact that there's always something that we i guess should be looking at because those things are always changing there's always ways to extend and make our business better so we need to put some time aside to look at the new stuff that's coming out oh i see but, right yeah, that's it. Just wonder, you know, because I, I, we struggle with this, don't we? Because it's, again, shiny objects. We talked about this before. Should we be calendarizing this kind of thing? Is that a word? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So literally <laughs> yeah. blocking off space in the week to, well, A, yeah. the first one, learn new things, tasks of yeah. learning new new information, new procedures, whatever, but also spend put actual calendar time aside for exploring new WordPressy, in this case, products. Yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah. I would. It wouldn't have occurred to me to set time aside to do that, but that's really interesting, because I expect that if we all added up our combined time frittered away looking at this stuff, we'd probably be appalled. But again, gets back to the efficiency thing that we're so obsessed with. Uh, you know, maybe that's <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe that's a meaningful frittering of time as opposed to a wasteful um, yes. use of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and of course, well, we better skip over this one quickly. There's the social networking side of life, isn't there, in our yeah. business? We need to do a bit of that. And I don't know whether that's classed as business time, as task, whether people set that as it, or whether it's they consider it as downtime. When we're, I'm we're, going all, and, we're all on a different journey there, aren't we? Some of us have yeah. like really need to be involved in social networks, or we love it, or we're grappling with the whole, I am overusing this, it is wasting my time that I could be doing more productive things. And you'll only, I guess, it, we'll, we'll all know where, we're, where we are and what levels of guilt we need to feel about that. Yeah. I'm guessing you're good with this next one. The other thing that's easy to ignore as tasks is um, money stuff, yeah, what boring do you mean? money what stuff. What do you mean by that? Well, just just making sure that you've got the money in from clients who owe you or that yeah. you're just keeping your accounts ready oh, I see. at yeah, the end of I'm, the year, I'm, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff I've pretty much got dialed in. My procedures work for me and, you know, following up doesn't happen too often. I usually get paid. So I'm not wasting a lot of time. I've got, you know, I've got SaaS products and I've got um, self-hosted products which take care of that side of stuff for me and, and um and with this new advent of internet sorry app based banking that makes it even easier on my uh, for me so yeah that that side of stuff i'm not really not really worrying about too much <laughs> there was a guy in one of the other groups who um he just shared um how much money he realized he'd kind of lost through not chasing up what clients owed them. I mean, it was more than I was earning in a year. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about half a year. And wow. it was like, wow, yeah. It's just like my brother who's terrible with this kind of stuff. So engrossed in the tasks that he needs to do on a daily basis in running his business that he, he really nearly tripped himself up and just went forgot under. to follow up the money. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't have – I'm not overwhelmed with the number of financial leads that I need to – 
keep my hands <laughs> on. It's just not that many. So it's easy, really. And I've got it all on one screen, if you like. So, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there. But I can yeah. imagine it would. And that's why we employ accountants. And that's why we have a, you know, payroll staff and all that kind of stuff, isn't it? Because those tasks simply can't be managed at scale by one person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there are just other tasks that, I, again, that are thrown in. We've got so many things to do. So customer, customer service stuff, you know, following up on old customers, checking that they're okay. These are all things that we end up doing these days, particularly yep. when we have care plans and stuff, yep. which can easily get skipped. And uh, and just generally looking into the future of our industry, mm. um, just keeping our eye out on, on the aim of our business. That's something that we also need to find. It's a task, isn't it, in a yeah. way of some yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I know what you mean. You could spend spend your whole life doing the customer service thing and worrying about the future of the industry. There's, you know, I suppose at some point you've just got to decide which parts of the calendar it's going to occupy. And by that, I mean how much time you can actually uh, use on it. But uh, not something I've got a, a great deal of uh, time time for, shall we say. Yeah, by the time you look into this, you get overwhelmed and start asking the question, which was ours, are we ever happy with the tasks that we manage? Well, pretty clearly, the answer for both you and I is a big fat no, isn't it? We're, we're, we think we're doing all right with the way we manage some of it, and we're yeah. hopeless at the way we manage much of it. <laughs> but we're happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I think, I think happiness is an important measure of all of this stuff yeah. and if the tasks are getting you down maybe it's time to rethink ah. so it's time to say good night gracie yes good good night gracie uh thank <laughs> you for listening well i really hope that you enjoyed that perhaps you got something out of it if you did please head over to either the facebook group or the comments section on the post on the wordpress website and let us know what your thoughts were. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. Maybe some of that rung a bell and you thought, yeah, I, I approached my tasks in exactly the same way as you. Either way, I, I hope that you enjoyed it. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by WP and Up. One in four of us will be directly affected by mental health-related illness. WP and Up supports and promotes positive mental health within the WordPress community. This is achieved through mentorship, events, training and counselling. Please help enable WP and Up by visiting wpandop.org forward slash give. Okay, perhaps we'll see you next Thursday for another podcast. Perhaps we'll see you on Monday. There's two things that we do on a Monday. The first one is that we do a, well, I put out the audio WordPress news from the previous week. That comes out very early in the morning in the UK. But also at 2pm UK time in the Facebook group, so that's wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook, we get together with some special guests from our community and we talk about that WordPress news live and you can join in and comment with us and make your opinions felt. Right, there is nothing else for me to say except Leo Mindel. Here is some short cheesy music. <laughs>